0: Basically, a scapegoat is like one of the roles in a narcissistic family. And um, the scapegoat basically gets all the shaming or blaming narratives from the family. They're the one that gets most of the abuse in the family. The scapegoat just happens to get most of the abuse from the family. They will want to point out the terrible things going on in the family. And they're usually very empathetic. And this just makes the scapegoat stand out. Usually, these qualities are how the scapegoat is picked. And sometimes the scapegoat role even shifts in the family. It can go from one sibling to the other, or even um, the parent that's being abused by the narcissist. This can always shift depending on like the situation or how things are going in the family. Oftentimes, in the case of like a narcissistic mother, the scapegoat will oftentimes be the daughter because the daughter is the one that gets all the basically like negative projections from the mom. And usually the son becomes the golden child because narcissistic mothers kind of like idealize their sons but they're really more abusive to their daughters usually they basically see daughters as competition and they're usually very like pathologically envious of their daughters and you know pathologically envious meaning it's envy that shouldn't be there because a parent should never be envious of their own child so basically this blaming and shaming narrative so the narcissistic parent Or borderline or sociopaths will basically blame the scapegoat for all the family problems they will always choose to abuse the scapegoat more than the other siblings and oftentimes the scapegoat is neglected and maybe even has like medical conditions ignored the narcissistic parent might start a smear campaign on the scapegoat and try telling the other family members that the that this child is basically like emotionally unstable like mentally ill or fakes illnesses even And this might even like extend to the extended family or friends of the family. And this is obviously extremely harmful for the scapegoat because the scapegoat's gonna be extremely ashamed of themselves and have toxic shame. And the scapegoat will usually have a really, really low self-esteem as like a result of everything that's happened in the family system. And in the end, the scapegoat may even feel like they can't be themselves and be authentic or even express themselves because they were shamed so much by their like family of origin now, sometimes the scapegoat will look to other siblings for allies, but they may even be turned away because the other family members don't want to get involved. Because if they get involved, they'll get basically the brunt of the narcissists, the brunt of the narcissist's abuse. Oftentimes, a scapegoat will actually be really empathetic, intuitive and compassionate. But And obviously, these are really good traits but this really makes them stand out for the rest, from the rest of the family. And these traits are really threatening to a narcissist. So oftentimes this child with these really good traits will become the scapegoat. Even though the scapegoat has these good qualities, they may be called cold, unloving, insensitive, too sensitive, just all kinds of things. And like, and then the scapegoat often feels like an outsider, like they don't even fit in in their own family. And this can like translate to school, like often getting bullied in school. But the funny thing is that the scapegoat is usually the strongest in the family. The term scapegoat actually comes from a long time ago when um, they would basically cast all the sins onto this goat and sacrifice it. And the whole like idea is that the narcissistic family system basically has all these dysfunctions and problems, but then they kind of just blame everything on one innocent child so they don't have to focus on their own dysfunction and they can kind of just get away with it like a scapegoat, like basically like cleansing the sins of the family. Or sometimes the the scapegoat child actually reminds the narcissist of parts of the, themselves that they cast away. But yeah, the scapegoat is honestly most of the time the truth teller and empath of the family. And obviously a truth teller can be very threatening for a narcissistic parent because a narcissistic parent doesn't want to acknowledge their own problems and acknowledge how they play a role in the family. So if there's a child that's very honest and points out the dysfunction in a family, the narcissist feels very threatened by this so the narcissist has to basically take away the power from the scapegoat so they can basically push a narrative that serves them so the narcissist can be blameless because they blame everything on the scapegoat child and from all this abuse and neglect usually the scapegoat turns out to be like quite the people pleaser basically like codependent meaning the way they survive all this abuse and all this stuff going on is They will try to appease the abuser in hopes of like making the damage even less. So sometimes the scapegoated child in the family will end up being extremely codependent in the future, may end up with another narcissist because the way they learn to survive is basically pleasing the abuser so they don't get hurt. So this is obviously like a really toxic cycle, but on the bright side, the best thing that can come from being a scapegoat is the fact that usually the scapegoat is the strongest and usually the scapegoat is really the one that's most likely to get out of the narcissistic family system because they have an easier time disconnecting from the family usually because they get the most abuse. The scapegoat gets the most abuse. The scapegoat is most empathetic, intuitive, and aware of what's going on in the family. The scapegoat calls out the dysfunction. So the scapegoat is completely aware of what's going on in the family. So this awareness can help the scapegoat eventually escape a narcissistic family. And in the end, that's really the only way to basically restore like the child's mental sanity. So in a way, being a scapegoat really helps you be the one that actually escapes. So there's always that bright side to it. And usually scapegoats are very intuitive, empathetic and compassionate. Um, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening. And if you had any questions, I want you to leave it down below in my Curious Cat. Um, I'll be answering basically all the questions in my podcast. But yeah, um, thanks for listening. And Uh, Whatever streaming platform that you're listening on, I really appreciate it. If you could um, subscribe and check out my other episodes, I'll be I'll keep making episodes about this stuff. Let me let me know on my um, curious cat what you guys want to hear about next. I was thinking of doing like an episode about like golden children or something like that soon or even like eventually like getting away from like the subject of narcissists and like sociopaths and stuff like that. Just general like psychology even. But yeah, I'll see you guys next time.